Hello everyone. Welcome to Conversations with Dami. This is Dami Balogun. Now on this podcast, nothing's off limits. And I guess we are being offered an opportunity to challenge what underpins society as we know it. This ranges from culture to food, entertainment, government, education, and we'll get to explore a range of topics. I think you might have some good fun listening and learning a few things. How about that? I'm joined by Pastor Dami Balogun, who is the youngest chartered engineer in the history of the UK. And um, he's had a 12 year long career in the electrical engineering industry, building some of the most important transport systems within the UK. And like, I, I love this fact, it's problem solved to the capacity that he's saved the UK government 3.2 million pounds every single year. That's insane, isn't it? You'll think they'll put the money into your account every year. <laughs> and he's worked a lot um, globally building different engineering projects, especially one in Mozambique, yeah. actually, where it built an irrigation system. So we have someone here who's really experienced in the field of engineering and tech. Tech is, you know, engineering yeah. is involved in tech. Yeah. And the whole point of this is that he trains you with the skills and knowledge that he's gained over 12 years of not just being an engineer, but also a pa- um, pastor as well. So really nice to have you. Thank you very much. Cindy. Lovely to have you as usual. And, you know, this is the sixth episode mm-hmm. of of the series episode one we spoke about the art of fighting as the underdog and then with episode two we looked at mastery and competence episode three we spoke about value and productivity and then episode four was the price of impact I think maybe that was actually my favorite one and then um, last week episode five we spoke about the fight for relevance so we are back today with do you want to introduce the topic yeah Building legacies. Yes. Legacy builders. Yes. Right? Okay, I think there's a bit of sound system. Are you guys are you guys okay? It's just so we don't mess it up for, for those who listen. Yeah. All right. Legacy builders. Legacy builders. builders. Yeah. Really excited to speak about this. And um, I know a lot of you will be joining on later, but this session will be recorded. And I know a lot of you usually watch it back as well. So I will start as I usually do by defining what, you know, defining the topic just to give you good context. So legacy is defined as an event or period of history Um, which is a direct result of it and which continues to exist after it's over. So a legacy is an event or period of history, which is a direct result of it and which continues to exist after it's over. And then another definition that we have is something handed down from one generation to the next. So legacy speaks about almost kind of like last week when we spoke about relevance, it speaks about, you know, going beyond your time and leaving lasting impact. So I can see why you chose this as the last topic. I think it will kind of span over everything we've discussed over the past five weeks. Yeah. Can you just check my voice is okay? Because people are saying it's low, but my sound team are saying it's fine. So I need to confirm that it's fine for those who are watching live. It is most probably okay for those who are listening on the sound on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So sorry, we've got two types of audiences here, and I just need to make sure everything's okay. If you don't mind via your chats, confirm you can hear me okay. And if I need to increase my voice, I will do just that. But please let me know if you can hear me all right. Now, the issue of legacy is, I think, the most important matter of all. Um, it's just okay. You sound fine to me. Excellent. Right. So we've gone through five weeks and today is the sort of sixth part of 
this series and the end of it. And I think this is a very important topic to talk about. It's all well and good knowing how to overcome the odds. It is all well and good understanding your value and productivity. It's all well and good understanding that you have to pay a price for impact. It's all well and good that you have mastery and competence. I understand that. Also, in that journey, it is important to stay relevant. But there is no point if you don't have something that is transgenerational, something that you hand down to the next generation. And that is what I need to speak to you all about today. And if you don't mind first writing this thing down, as especially the Nakatech students, those who are listening later, I trust you find this useful also. But the issue of legacy speaks of wisdom. Okay? And I want you to write this down. What I'm about to say to you is a wise person is a builder. Mm. That's what I need you to write down. A wise person is a builder. If we speak about legacy builders, we are speaking about people who've got wisdom. Wisdom is not something you often hear in the, I would say, technical, technological space. You don't often hear of wisdom. You hear about intellect. You hear about intelligence. You hear about information, mm. but you don't often hear about wisdom. And this is what I want to touch on today because the very few that have exhibited wisdom are the ones that actually have legacy as we see it mm. today. So what I wanted you to write down before, if you don't mind, is that wise people are builders. Mm. So the Nakatech students are builders. You are legacy builders. Mm. What do wise people build? They build families. They build communities. They build businesses. Mm. All right? They build families. They build communities. They build businesses. That is what you are meant to use all your skills to build mm. your value, your productivity towards a community, your, your competence, your mastery towards a community, towards a business. Whatever it is you're doing, it must have a North Star. And the North Star has to be, especially if you want to leave a legacy, mm. has to be family, has to be business, has to be community. That is how you can propagate whatever message or whatever solution you bring. Mm. So that's the most important way I want to start today, wisdom. And it's the understanding that you are building families, businesses, and communities. Mm. People often confuse, this is why I find Simi, right? Mm. People often confuse intelligence with wisdom. Mm. Intelligence is knowing what to do. Wisdom is knowing how to do it. I'll, I'll say some of these mm. things, and if you, if you want to, make mm. a note of it. Mm. intelligence is knowing what to do wisdom is knowing how to do it intelligence is perhaps having the right information mm. wisdom is knowing when to use that information or how to use that information you see so so th th those are some initial points i want to highlight especially for the students because when you look within the tech space what you often find is that people are like long wolves mm. you're very good individually mm. and if i would maybe sound a warning especially to the tech students mm. the warning will be watch out for things that want to make you function only as an individual mm. and that in that case if you stay individualistic you will not be able to leave a legacy mm. so a wise person goes beyond just intellect mm. a wise person goes just beyond your own knowledge mm. you enter the realms 
of making impact and making sure that that impact is passed on generationally. Mm-hmm. So that, that's with my initial introduction of what mm-hmm. um, legacy is. Mm-hmm. So legacy is going beyond yourself to yes. impact a community a family or businesses so i think this week because it's our final session we want to keep it short sort of punchy mm-hmm. so um i think one of the questions i had for you was how can the nakatech academy students leave a legacy for the future of tech in africa so one of the i think back to that question which is good one of the first things to understand is whatever you do for yourself will die with you Mm. whatever you do for others will live on mm. so when you are in a community like the Nakatech family the first thing that we are trying to teach you as part of this curriculum is to live beyond yourself so as a student right now you might be asking well you know how do I do that I would refer back to some of the questions you asked me mm-hmm. and think through those questions you would notice that a lot of it was focused around self mm. And what a legacy builder ought to do is grow beyond that and realize that whatever I'm doing for myself dies with me. Mm. Whatever I do for others, in others, through others, lives on as a legacy. Mm. Steve Jobs, whatever he was doing with himself died the day he died. Mm. But the products that we have today are his legacy. Mm. So when I look at you now as a student, I'm asking you, it's perhaps a rhetorical question, Mm is what legacy do you want to live? Mm. What are you doing in the lives of others that will mm. live on beyond yourself? Mm. I, I, I am hopeful that you are able to live beyond just your nose, mm. what's in front of you right now. Because it, when, when you don't do that, you're not able to make the right decisions that help you actually build things that last mm. for a while. So that'll be my encouragement. It is a, a, a selfless living, mm. a life beyond yourself. Mm. And this community, as time goes on, you'll begin to understand why it has been formed. Mm. This family is to build legacy builders. Mm. That is the summary of this. Mm. So these, these six weeks mm. was prepping you to say, hey, Cosmas, mm. you are a legacy builder. Mm. Go beyond your own knowledge mm. of perhaps digital marketing mm. or cybersecurity, software mm. engineering. You are a legacy builder. Mm. Christopher, Robert, you are legacy builders. Mm. Um, Elunes, if you're listening, I trust you will listen again. Mm. You are a legacy builder. And that's what I want imprinted in your mind as we go into this next academic term, so to mm. speak. So when, you are, when you're understanding these technical subjects, just know I have to live beyond myself. Mm. And that means I need to have impact in the lives of others so mm. that whatever I've done will live beyond me. Mm. Yeah. So that's my best answer, I think. That's really powerful and very punchy. I like that. Very direct. This is a bit of a personal question for you, actually. What kind of legacy or when you look back, because you say you want to, you don't want to die, basically, or live or die just for yourself. When you look back at the end of your life, what kind of legacy do you want to have left? I want to, you know, I've thought about this, actually. And if you don't mind, I'll use my previous years to Mm. define that. Mm. I noticed I love mathematical equations. I Mm. love problem solving. And what I noticed with the career that God has allowed me or afforded me to have is I use laws, natural laws to solve problems. Mm. That has been my story for the last 12 years. And I believe now looking forward in terms of the legacy to leave behind, it will be a matter of taking laws of nature, the laws that exist to transform lives. Mm. That is the legacy. Mm. So anybody that comes to me, they know that this was a man 
who with certain laws that mm. may be obvious or may not be obvious, he was able to engineer, so to speak, my mm. life mm. to solve the problems and to mm. transform my life. Mm. That's the legacy. Mm. And, and that legacy would interpret, interpret itself in various assets. Mm. The assets could be somebody would have a tech company tomorrow. Mm. The asset could be somebody who just has a hospital tomorrow. Mm. The asset could be someone who's just maybe a writer mm. or a poet or a musician, mm. but they know that their lives are transformed mm. because they came across me. So mm. that, that's the, the mindset I have. Mm. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I like that. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I have another question for you. Okay. So you spoke of three, um, three things that you should build as yeah. a wise person, as yeah. someone who wants to leave a legacy behind. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned families, communities, and businesses. Mm-hmm. Do you, is there a particular order? Is there order of priority? Mm-hmm. Is there hierarchy in terms of what you should focus on first to build? Or what do you think? I, I would always say communities. Community mm. definitely is priority. Mm. Um, that was, that's what I'll put at the top of the list. Mm. Community. The, the interesting thing is, unfortunately, many people start, they start off in life mm. with, with a selfish disposition, all about just you know, solving their own problems mm. in life. And that's great. I've walked that journey, so I'm not in any way judging. Mm. But my point is, for to live the life of impact that I believe the NACATEC students are specifically called for. Mm. I can't vouch for anybody listening mm. to my podcast, mm-hmm. wherever the hell you're watching from. Mm. I'm sure God loves you. I love you. You're good. But for the students that I know mm. we've been sent to, you are legacy builders. Mm. And I believe that the priority will be community, mm. family. So you are looking at your brothers and sisters across the borders, across the countries. Mm. You are meant to cross-pollinate. You're meant to speak to each other, understand mm. what each other is going through. Because that community, that ecosystem mm. is the base from which you can build. Mm. Do not neglect family. Do not neglect communities. So that's mm. what I'll put as number one for mm. me, community for sure. And then, mm. of course, once you build community, then you've got a business that the community mm. can, of course, patronize, mm. you know, and, and so on. So that would be my main priority. So community, business, and then family. Well, I, I wouldn't... Just be, community. I wouldn't be too rigid. <laughs> I would be too rigid. I think the key thing is just community. Yeah. If you can do that, it doesn't matter if you do that physically or if you do that digitally. Mm. Just build a community. Mm. That is it. That that's all this is all about. Mm. Legacy builders are community builders. Mm. End of story. And in order to do this, by the way, you know, you might be asking me, well, how, how do I do this? How do I become a wise person? Mm. I can imagine that question. Mm. How do I become a wise person? Mm. This is why I said community. Mm. Um, actually, you become wise when you roll with wise people. Mm. All right. Um, if you want to be wise, check out your company. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the level to which you become wise mm-hmm. is dependent on the comp- on the company you keep. Mm-hmm. So if a Nakatech community can be filled with people who are not just intelligent, but are wise, not just full of intellect, but are wise, then, you know, you also become wise. That's the way I see it. See, that's interesting. So how do you distinguish or how do you discern between intellect and wisdom? So if I have people around me, how do I discern? Is this person just a smart person or are they a wise person? How do I discern that? So the the issue with that is it is not a black and white issue. Mm. That's the most frustrating thing I found with this business. Mm. Engineering is basic. It's easy, not basic. Mm. It's easy. Mm. One plus one is always equal to two. Mm. Wisdom, my mentors taught me this. Wisdom is the ability to discern difference. Mm. It's the ability to discern the difference between a senior and a dummy. Mm. It's the ability to look at each person with the perspective due to them. 
You need to accord to each person their own perspective. Mm. It starts with your willingness to know that the way you see the world is not necessarily the way the world is. Mm. If you are not able to do that, you will never be able to discern whether someone is wise or not. Mm. So it starts with your mindset. Mm. Are you willing to unsit, dethrone mm. whatever ideas or ideology you've had till that moment? Mm. Your inability to do that will restrict you from actually discerning the difference between a simi and a dami. Mm. Because guess what? A simi might look at life differently mm. to a dami. And you are, you are offered the opportunity when you lay your ideologies down mm. you're offered the opportunity to actually know that, okay this person sees life like this mm. and gain from that mm -hmm. that's what i'll say will be a good way to tell the difference you see information sorry my phone is automatically huh? information gathering anyone could do that mm. anyone can pick up a book and study anyone can pick up mm. formula and understand it mm. that's not a big deal mm. the question is can you understand human beings mm. Legacy builders understand human beings. Mm. But people who are just in, intelligent, they mm. don't. They, they, they love information. They love knowledge. Mm. That's great. But knowledge lacks impact mm. without people. A wise person knows I will never rank or grade knowledge above people. I always tell you guys, don't ever hold a principle above a person. Mm. No matter how principled you think you are, don't let that interfere with mm. your relationship with people because life society as we know it mm. is all about people mm. so i think i've answered maybe i'm gonna come beyond your question you answered it really well and something that's really interesting to me across the past six weeks mm. every almost every topic we've spoken about your answer has been about people yeah. about being people-centric people-focused caring more beyond yourself and looking more at people so today we're speaking about building legacies and by the definition, it's literally to build something that will, you know, be relevant to people in another time. Why do you think that's so important? I think maybe for the students at the beginning of the sessions, maybe they thought you were going to teach them about how to block their times and things like that. But every single thing we've discussed has been about people. Mm -hmm. So I think this is the final um, session. And I just want you to kind of speak to us about why you think that's so important, just to really put the um, coffin, the the last nail on the coffin, like they say, mm -hmm. <laughs> and seal the case. So yeah. why is it about people? Mm -hmm. Why is everything about people? Okay, so let me, let me break it down to you. And people might not know this, but there is actually science to what i'm saying i'm not just giving you good nuggets mm. there are documents that demonstrate what i'm saying so mm. I, if i could just read out a few there is this mm. um this gentleman from university of waterloo in canada mm. and they he and his colleagues actually did a research and please pay attention to what i'm about to say when i speak about wisdom okay so just a recap wisdom is not just about your knowledge or information mm. It is about how to apply, when to apply. Mm. It, you know, don't rank intellect above people. Mm. You know, those basic things. And I've said, um, well, you know, you, if you want to be wise, it's based on your companionship. Mm. So wisdom is not taught. It is caught. Mm. Okay, please write that down. Wisdom is not taught. It is caught. You know, there are some traits you pick up when you're amongst your friends right? You just pick up their natural traits. Mm. The, the thing with wisdom is when you are around people, I'm going back to your, your answer, when mm. you are around people, you can now begin to understand the nuances of, okay, this is how teenagers behave, mm. or this is how um, maybe young people 
that behave. Mm. This is how young people who love fashion behave. When you pick up those things. When you design a product, when you become your, your CEO, your entrepreneur, mm. you would understand the people. That mm. is what would make you really have impact. That mm. is what would make you even have the money you want in mm. the end. Understanding people. Going back now. So when these guys began to study, they actually found out that there is evidence mm. that when people demonstrate wisdom, they live longer. I'm not talking about, this is not some young person making up stuff. Mm. This is Igor Grossman. Go and check out his paper. Mm. He actually tells you where people show wisdom, they live longer, number mm. one. Number two, they demonstrate better well-being. Mm. So I'm not here to just throw um, theories at you. Mm. It's proven. Um, this is why I'm saying it's important because mm. if you notice, right, maybe you've not, but have you noticed that your grandparents just loved having you around? Mm. Older people just loved having you around. Mm. Whereas in your earlier years, you're all about yourself, right? Mm. But the older you get, the more you realize mm. well, this business is about people, <laughs> isn't it? So, so that, that's the, the second point, right? Um, the third thing that the paper found out, and I want to sound a warning again, mm. hear this. They actually said that intelligence makes no difference to your well-being so especially for if you have a mind like mine mm. where there is the insatiable quest for mm. knowledge you mm. just want to always know the latest the best the, you see all that mm. it does not have a positive impact on mm. your well-being wisdom does and wisdom is based on companionship mm. if you want to be wise walk with wise mm. Right? You now ask me, how, how do I know a wise person? Look at their life, mm. judge by their fruits, mm. test by the outcome of their way of life, and mm. then imitate their lifestyle. Mm. That's how you know someone who's wise. Mm. Um, what else did that discover here? Yeah, I also noticed that those who are wise, they don't tend to be lonely. Mm. So it's, it's always all around people. It centers mm. around people. And, and for me, I think that that is the most important thing. Mm. So if you could round up the, the past six weeks of discussions and just give us a nice summary so that this can remain in the minds of the Nakatech students that are watching live and that will catch up later. If you can just give us a short charge, what would that be before they start? Again? Okay, what I'll say is this. Get wisdom at any cost. Mm. And at every cost, pay the price. It will cost all of you. Mm. It really would. Pay the price for wisdom. Mm. So I am becoming wise the more I lead. Mm. You are becoming wise mm. the more you plow yourself into this purpose mm. of leading the foundation mm. and making sure that people are educated and mm. have the necessary uh, you know, infrastructure that they need. Mm. You are becoming wise as you do that. Mm. Wise people are builders. They build mm. legacies. I would like to summarize these last six weeks like this. Within this academy, no doubt you will get given information. Mm. But I want to introduce you to something even more superior than that. How to use what you've been taught. Mm. That is wisdom. You know, this time last year, I took you guys through a 12-week series, right? Yeah. And I delved yeah. in for 12 weeks straight talking about the application of information. Mm. So it, this is not just to make you intelligent and super smart. Mm. That does not positively impact on your well-being. Mm. No, wisdom does. So I want to summarize it like this. Mm. Yes, you'll be taught. Yes, you are intelligent. But there's something greater than that. Mm. It is living a legacy. Mm. It is making sure that with your competence, with your value, 
with your productivity, with your relevance, make sure you build something that is beyond you and impacts others. When you go and look at the greatest of businessmen, have you not noticed the trend? They always end up in something to do with people. Mm. So why waste your time? Why not start now and start to enjoy it? That's the way I see it. Mm. So the term starts soon. And I believe these key things, these six weeks, is all to build you up mm. as legacy builders, not just as not just the next software engineer. Mm. What will differentiate a, a Christopher or an Isaac mm. from the average software engineer mm. is understanding these principles I've taught you over the last six weeks. Mm. And once you weave them into your technical capability, you will be a formidable force. Mm. And that's what the NACATEC is meant to be. So this curriculum will make you a legacy builder and you'll be head and shoulders above your peers, not because of what you know, but because of how to apply mm. what you know. Thank you so much. And I'm sure all of you have learned a lot and taken in a lot over the past six weeks. But so this is your final chance, I guess, to ask questions on the podcast. And I think I want to do something a bit more interesting. Mm -hmm. The questions don't have to be centered around today's topic. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so because this is the final Q&A session that we have before teaching begins, I think you can ask about anything and maybe things in general it could be about the things that we've learned previously over the past um six weeks what yeah. do you think about that yeah yeah I'm, so i just threw a bit of a curve I love, I, love, I love that that's okay <laughs> so um you can put your hands up as usual or send your questions into the chat mm. and let's see so it can be anything in general it could be about tech it could be about you can challenge its technical knowledge mm -hmm. it could be about life in general about career about anything that we've discussed over the past six weeks mm. so you know um the art of fighting as an underdog mm. mastery and competence value and productivity mm. the price for impact and the fight for relevance yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Well done. Well done. i see cosmos saying wisdom makes us know when to use the knowledge absolutely yeah. right so let me give an example um over this last week there were there were two business people who who i mentored directly and mm. they came to me with a question saying oh you know i know this this they, they were in the there was a business deal going on and they came to me saying oh well this other business they 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 know we work for them then mm. they don't want to, to pay us the mm. money that they owe us now mm. and i told them yeah you know that they know that but don't sour the relationship too soon. Mm. This is a long-term game. Mm. Don't stop yourself short in the game. Mm. The main aim of the game is to stay in long enough to win. Mm. Don't, don't shoot yourself in the foot by showing your cards too early. Mm. That's wisdom. If you notice, mm. it is not two plus two is equal to four. Mm. It is knowing the specific scenario. Mm. And I was able to speak from my knowledge in build, helping build one of the most successful businesses mm. in the railway, certainly. Mm. Over the last six years, mm. I worked hand in hand with the managing director. Mm. And lessons I learned from that taught mm. me it is always a long-term game. Mm. So the, the opposing business knows you did the work. Mm. They've not paid you. Mm. You know you've done the work. They've not paid you. Why would you go and mess up that relationship mm. now? And I learned this in that six years that mm. you should not show your cards too early. Mm. Don't, don't let your anger or emotion mm. dictate how you relate with business people. Mm. That is an example of cosmos wisdom mm. so yes everybody knows i know there's there's a natural thing sometimes amongst people mm. who who they want to um they want to 
make their rights known. Mm. Like I know that we're in this sort of young age now where it's like know your rights and mm. and, and I think it's, yeah. it's not helped by social media either, where you, you just immediately shout, I know my mm. rights. Yeah, you know your rights. And in fact, everybody in the world knows your rights. Mm. But the fact is the person you're facing right now does not want to acknowledge it. Mm. What are you going to do about it? Mm. Are you going to let them have the upper hand over you and get you to act out of emotion? Mm. Or would you discern the difference that this person right now, if I spend five minutes on this person, mm. I am wasting those five minutes. Mm. I'm better off spending this five minutes mm. building something else. Mm. So it helps you choose how you react. It mm. helps you make decisions. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. I hope you do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And it's funny because this generation, there's a joke. It's called the canceling generation. That anytime something happens, the quickest response is to say, okay, I'm going to, let's cancel this. Let's cancel this person. Let's cancel. So it's a word that's used a lot on Twitter, on social media. So anytime anything happens, I just say, okay, let's cancel, you know, this person or this group or this thing. So you're saying wisdom is actually looking beyond that. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes just still being able to, develop and build relationships yes even when you feel like you've been wrong wisdom teaches you to value relationships mm. above your rights mm. i'm telling you right now mm. you don't have to agree with me if you listen to what i used to welcome your podcast the, mm. this podcast you don't have to agree with me i mm. don't give a toss mm. if you do i'm just telling you the fact mm. if you value relationships above your rights mm. you'd actually get further in life mm. simple Take it or leave it. Mm. I don't care. Like you don't pay my bills. Mm. You, don't, you, don't, you don't give me oxygen to breathe. I'm just trying to do my best for you. <laughs> and I can see a question from Robert. Mm -hmm. Robert always has a question, which I love. It says, how do you measure legacy? And if so, who measures it? That's a very powerful question. Mm. That's an incredible, I, I think we should split that into two questions. So the first question is, how do you measure legacy? So I don't think, um, legacy is something you measure with an objective meter that tells you okay you've done two now so that's two two l's mm. two legacy so five legacy no mm. i think you want to measure it by the people you directly impact on mm. and indirectly impact on if i was to give you a way of measuring it it, it will be a case of this right if if robert was to pick up the phone at the middle of the night does he know two, three, five, or 10 people that he can call and they'll respond to you at 2 a.m. Mm. If the answer to that question is no, then you've not yet made an impact. So forget a tool. There's no, there's no science to this. It's, can you pick up the phone in the middle of the night and call five people and they will respond and you've made enough of an impact. If you don't have that, then I can tell you right now, you're not leaving a legacy. Mm. Remember, you, if whatever you do for yourself, you die with. Whatever you do for others leaves a legacy. So it is gauged by how people respond when you make a demand. Mm. That is the first instance mm. that was used as a tool for measuring legacy. Okay. And then the second question so who measures legacy? So that's a good question, actually, because what if I just leave an impact within my very immediate community and um, what if it's with my family and I my grandchildren remember me for oh thanks grandma for doing this or maybe I built houses that they then get to enjoy is that enough of a legacy so who gets to measure what a legacy is I think it depends on you mm. to be honest it depends on how far you're willing to go you know some people they, they see life 
through mm. the lens of they want their grandkids and, and you know it's good it's, it's a good person that actually mm. leaves inheritance for their children and mm. their children's children that's mm. good to do mm. some people gauge um legacy through that some people gauge legacy by the 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 fact that whatever they've designed or produced you see this issue of wisdom by the way mm. wisdom exhibits itself through creativity through excellence you know through problem solving so when you when you begin to exhibit these things mm. then the people who are receiving let's say or on the receiving end of your positive legacy they are the ones that i would say measure it mm. some may receive your excellence simi mm. and may, they would say wow simi was such an excellent person others may receive maybe a product that you've built mm. that your creativity mm. and they'll tell all oh, those say are oh, simi was such a creative person mm or whatever else, or whatever problem you've solved for them. So I would say how you measure it is very dependent on mm. in the person that receives mm. it. And to be honest, I don't think you should really care. Mm. don't really care about who measures it or how. Mm. You, so long as you've got a fire within mm. you, and I am believing that anybody that's an architecture is a legacy builder, and mm. within you will be a fire that will burn, mm. you know you won't be able to sit still until you've made an impact in your community. That is what the Nakatech is about. I'm mm. not just here to teach you software engineering or Java or bloody, you can tell I don't even give a blockchain. toss about it. <laughs> or blockchain. Blockchain is amazing. Mm. But who's going to use blockchain? Mm. Who's it going to benefit? People. Mm. People. And whoever, whoever can actually code these things with people in mind, that's the future. So mm. I love, there's there a woman I love so much. Um, her name is Rosalind Pickard. She's one of my favorite um, mm. scientists, right? Mm. She's now developed a new science, pretty much. Um, it's called affective computing. Mm. So she's able to program into AI systems how humans behave. Mm. That's the future. Mm. Because you don't want your AI systems to be void of emotions. Mm. And, and I love the fact that it's a woman that's pioneering mm. this. So I'm looking at you right now and I'm saying, mm. if you can understand this, mm. this whole business of people, mm. Forget how they measure it. Mm. Just focus on impacting them. Mm. Then you stumble into great innovations. Mm. Like that. So you can tell I love talking. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robert said that was a great answer. And Cosma said the built community measures legacy. So exactly. it's going off. Yes, <laughs> well done, Cosma. Yeah, you're showing you. Summarize all that. Three minutes it's in, so, like what, in, five words. Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> so we have a question from Isaac. Yes, Isaac. guys sorry yeah can you get me yes, yes we can yeah so my question is i think goes to both of you so like you're talking about legacy right now and we're talking about how to stay relevant last time so my question is as nakatech academy how do you plan on building a legacy like what's the future plan is this just going to continue as an academy an academy just continue teaching people or how are you going to like because i feel like my legacy in nakatech will definitely be something people remember so my legacy will be very important if people can remember nakatech for what a great institution it will be and it's and it is right now so yeah what's the future for nakatech apart <laughs> from i love it for those who are on the I podcast who may not have heard properly the question that was asked by one of the amazing gentlemen, Isaac Zulu, is what is the legacy of the Nakatech Academy? How do we see it? And he made reference to his 
own legacy within the family legacy. And mm. I would love Simi, you know, the CEO of the Pave Foundation to start off. With, you know, <laughs> I love that. It's funny. Isaac always throws the questions back at us. If you notice yes, that. <laughs> so I think my, my answer for you, Isaac, would be the legacy Nakatech Academy wants to leave behind is to actually make Africa a destination for tech mm. or to make Africa a place that's mentioned when you speak about tech. As things are right now, for some reason, Africa just really lags behind and not because, like Pastor Damien said, because of a lack of intelligence or you know, because of a lack of resources. It's a resource-rich country. It's, it's just lagged behind because of the lack of opportunities. So Nakatech Academy will play a key role in making sure that there are opportunities to learn and do and become more within the tech sector in Africa. So for me, I'm looking in, you know, a couple of decades and I'm seeing Nakatech Academy tech hubs in different countries and different locations where today they may not even have electricity so it's all about accessibility giving the people that live on the margins access to tech education because tech is what's shaping the world right now so I think because of the not I think I know that because of the work we do at Nakatech Academy we will shape the tech future of Africa and actually literally put Africa on the map That's when it comes exactly to tech and the, 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 the legacy of the Nakatech Academy is to set a set mm. of leadership in mm. technology. Simple, Simple as. So anybody who's NACA tech trained or mm. NACA certified, mm. we know, that person knows, everybody else knows that that individual mm. leadership mm. in technology, mm. that's the whole point. And once we can lead in tech, trust me, the world will follow behind yeah. us. And that's absolutely, absolutely. So I hope that's a good answer for you, Isaac. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it will be. And, and this, that would also manifest in different ways. Mm. For a time, it would mean some would go and do apprenticeships. Mm. For a time, it means that some would just be coders mm. and solve specific technical problems. Mm. For a time, it could mean some go to school. Mm. So there, again, it's seasons, isn't it? Mm. Life is full of seasons. Mm. And, and the main aim is that you're going to be a leader. Yeah. But you're a leader within that tech space absolutely or at least you apply tech whatever way yeah so we have a question from robert again who says how does legacy differ from success how does legacy differ from success mm. I, I actually believe that sometimes it's intertwined mm. it is intertwined so if if you notice legacy can actually be negative mm. unfortunately legacy can be negative mm. um I don't need to think too hard. We all know the, the, the legacy that Adolf Hitler left behind, right? I was thinking about him, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Today, his legacy is reflected in the swastika flag. Mm -hmm. That's a legacy, but it's negative. Mm -hmm. But it's not, I won't call that a success necessarily. Mm -hmm. I mean, it depends on your view of the world, of mm -hmm. life. But my point is, sometimes it is intertwined. And the fact is, I would rather that your positive legacy, positive impact on people is what defines your success, not anything else. Mm. I don't want to put words in Robert's mouth, but that'll be my best response for now. It can be intertwined. Mm. Legacy can be negative, but make sure that your positive impact on people is what helps mm. you define your success, mm. not anything else. Mm. <laughs> I like that. Yes. Yes, Idi Amin, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes that's a good one. 
So do we have any more questions today or have we come to the end of our, of our podcast? I've really enjoyed these. Have you? Yes, I have, definitely. Do you think you'll maybe do them again, maybe the next half term or maybe the yeah. next break? That, yeah, That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we could do that. Maybe we could expand on this, on this wisdom business. Yeah. It delves into all spheres of life. So maybe the next one can be titled... I don't know, something about wisdom maybe. for tech leaders in <laughs> Africa. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So I don't think we have any more questions for today. So we've come to the end of our podcast. It's been an amazing time. And I just want to give a huge thanks to Dami Balogo. I can see a lot. One last question from Isaac. Okay, Isaac, you can go. Oh, yeah, sorry. Just came in. So, yeah, the last question is, as an academy, of course, you'll be teaching people about tech and everything, but you also have tech experts and everything. And I feel like Africa is one place where the technology specifically is not that advanced, but it's getting there. We're getting there. You know how tech grows. It's growing very fast. And I feel like that's one mind the Europeans, the Chinese haven't really like invested in when it comes to Africa. They haven't like grabbed all those mirrors when it comes to tech. They don't own anything when it comes to tech, and tech is an open market in Africa. So what will happen to, like, when you have business opportunities as a tech academy school, but you know you have all these tech experts in the academy, and there are so many, like, tech business opportunities in Africa. How will we, as Naga Tech Academy, participate in, like, the growth of those companies in everything they do and everything? That's what we make sure that we leave our footprint on Africa making sure that all these, we are involved in everything which is happening when it comes to tech in Africa. Very good question. So the mm -hmm. question there for those who are on the podcast listening, um, the question from Isaac is, how do we make sure that as an academy, we play a leading role mm -hmm. in being involved in the businesses, the solution provision mm -hmm. within the tech space in mm -hmm. Africa? It's all well and good mm -hmm. having foreign influence, mm -hmm. the Chinese, the Europeans, great. But how do we ensure that Africans, or at least the Nakatech Academy, mm. is at the forefront of that. The first thing is to actually make sure that an Isaac exists, mm. or, or, a, or an, uh, a Christopher exists, yeah. or a Cosmas exists, and they are in a space that enables them to not just learn, but have, um, I would say, cross-pollination, i.e. inter-country relationships, mm -hmm. And they are being afforded the room to think big. Mm. Once we have these three things on play, which the academy affords, mm. it is a matter of time. So what I can say to you right now, Isaac, is that it is a matter of time for us to begin to see the fruits of what we are doing today. The fruit will reveal itself when there'll be a time when maybe a Christopher would know somebody in the Ministry of mm. Education or Technology and they need a solution done. But because we already have a group of people, and if you remember, we spoke about the fact that there'll be targeted problems to solve, targeted projects where people are grouped together to solve specific problems technological-wise. By the time a problem that Chris spots within the ministry lands on our laps, mm. we will know that, okay, Isaac has been trained for two years now and actually he's grown to level three in um, cybersecurity. So he will be the one to solve this problem for you. Here's a business proposal from the family. Robert, um, Christopher runs it, simple as, mm. and it's just like that. Mm. Also, another way I'll gauge our participation is for some of you 
who within the next year or two actually have the courage to go and start your own enterprise. Mm. We are going to back you all the way. That is part of the family. Because it's an ecosystem, we also have the passion to go and find the funding required to, however possible. That is also another way I'll gauge it. Another way I'll gauge our participation in this is for those who actually just choose to perhaps be academics mm. or who want to go into policy. And if one day uh, an Eluness becomes a minister of mm. or a president of, that is also another way that we are at the forefront. And because she would have been taught with these six underlying principles, she'll be able to steer the country's policies in the right direction. Mm. If you notice the trend of how we've topicked, so to speak, topic this last six weeks, don't ever think you're too small, mm. i.e. the art of the underdog, mm. right? Then we'll talk you about value and productivity. Mm. Then we'll talk you about mastery and competence so that as you're building up on that, then you fight for impact, you fight for relevance, mm. then you leave a legacy. Once you merge all these things, it's a matter of time, Isaac. Mm. Matter of time. Mm. So I think those are, those are the different ways we can, we can gauge um, the participation in, in what's going on in Africa. And of course, many more would mm. show itself. Definitely. I 100% agree with everything you've said. <laughs> but thank you. So it's been an amazing session. And like I was saying, I would really like to um, thank you, Pastor Dami, for being with us for the past six weeks and spending, you know, it's usually in the mornings, but this is the afternoon, spending time with us and teaching us about the key ways to build communities and build businesses and to have real and lasting impact. I have certainly learned a lot from this, and I know the students have as well. I know a lot of them have actually reached out to me um, personally to say how amazing the sessions have been. And I know a lot of them watch it back again and again. So thank you so much. You. It's been such a pleasure having you. It's been really great. And I hope we can do another series like this sometime soon. Yes. Um, but thank you. And I would just like to say thank you for the students as well for tuning in. I know we had a time change today. So many more of you are probably watching back later. Yeah. But thank you so much. And, you know, you can thank him in the chats as well as in there. But it's been an amazing six weeks. I've truly, truly enjoyed this kind of sad it's coming to an end um but for the students you'll receive more information about when teaching starts and the yeah. key dates and your materials um pretty soon so i'm just really excited to get started really absolutely so right. thank you so, so much i wish you all the best for this coming year mm. and i trust that it will be a fulfilling one for all of you and you know where i'm at so feel free to reach out to yeah me <laughs> and uh, look out for the next series have fun someone said well, let's end with this i like that someone said pastor dami is a fountain of tech tech social wisdom <laughs> that's really interesting you're a fountain of tech social wisdom <laughs> how amazing but thank you all it's been such an amazing time and have an amazing day goodbye i hope you enjoyed today's conversation i would love to hear your feedback on twitter or instagram hit me up at Dami underscore Balogun. See you soon.